My name is Paige Bonner, and I'm here today to talk with Elizabeth Carlson. Hi, everybody. Um, so, Elizabeth, where did you study abroad? I studied abroad in Maynooth, Ireland, right outside of Dublin, about half an hour, um, my fall semester of my junior year. Okay, and what year are you now? I'm a senior, so I studied abroad um, in 2017. Awesome. And tell me a little bit about your study abroad experience. Um, where did you live, like in an apartment or with a host family? Um, what did the school, what was the school like compared to St. Norbert in size and classes? Sure. So I studied abroad at a larger university in Ireland that had about 10 to 20,000 students, including undergrad and graduate school students. Hmm. And so that was very unique compared to St. Norbert because we're mm -hmm. so small and we know our professors very well. So that was one thing that I had to adjust to was not only having more than one professor per course, but also mm. having um, teaching assistants that were graduate students teaching discussions mm -hmm. outside of lecture um, that was also required for classes. Mm -hmm. So the school portion was very different, but I think it attributed to my understanding of the different courses because mm -hmm. I took courses that weren't related to my major, which is biology. Mm -hmm. So I took history courses, um, art, and uh, geography, a diverse group of things. So mm -hmm. different way of studying compared to biology. Yeah, yeah. And then on campus, I lived in an apartment style that I had my own room and my own bathroom, but I shared a kitchen and a living room mm -hmm. with four other international students or okay. Erasmus students. Um, that's the term for international students in Europe is called Erasmus, which I didn't know until hmm. I got there. And uh, I had two gentlemen from Europe, one from France and one from Finland, and two ladies from the U.S., so it was mm -hmm. nice to have a mixture of international students so you could relate in different areas and talk about it. Mm -hmm. What was it like living with different people from across the globe? I thought it was challenging mm -hmm. at times because um, Europeans definitely have a different style of living compared to Americans, mm -hmm. and uh, so we had issues with dishes often with our French student because it was just not communicated mm -hmm. or um, <laughs> they like to party um, during the weekdays mm -hmm. and us Americans are not used to that. Mm -hmm. So getting adjusted about, you know, let's keep it down after so-and-so time because mm -hmm. we're not used to this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it was a ton of fun because you get to learn about their culture mm -hmm. um, and make new friendships that way. Mm -hmm. um, and I also really appreciate having American roommates because mm -hmm. they were relatable. You could talk mm -hmm. about your education on the same level from back home compared mm -hmm. to European because their education system is very different compared to the States. In what ways is it different? I think the style of education is different. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times, um, European universities are set up based on your uh, primary and secondary education. Mm -hmm. Especially in Germany, they start you off from very, very young on what specialty area you're going to go to mm -hmm. and start you in those secondary schools based on, oh, you're really good at math or mm -hmm. you're really good at biology, so we'll focus more on that. 
mm-hmm. in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like they have cheaper education. Mm-hmm. Uh, my French roommate Coco, he mm-hmm. his education was only two hundred euro. Wow, the whole year. Yeah, so it was fun having those discussions with my roommates on how different mm-hmm. that monetary value is but mm-hmm. also like how they go about teaching because mm-hmm. in Ireland specifically I had multiple professors mm-hmm. and I had a share per of course, per right? course yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. my I took a European history course mm-hmm. in the 21st century of Europe and I had two professors and you never know knew which one was teaching what part so mm-hmm. that was different communication wise because yeah don't know what the other one's talking about mm-hmm. sometimes <laughs> and then you are sitting in a huge lecture hall with 500 students yeah which is very different you're they don't care if you show up to class because they won't know yeah they like it's open discussion but it's harder to hear mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um but at the same time it gives you an opportunity to work along different students mm-hmm. um especially with 500 people yeah yeah so very cool. Yeah, that's a very different experience than you would have at St. Norbert. Right. Based on size and how many professors are you learning from and yeah. it has to be an adjustment. It was a huge adjustment because I personally, like, that's what drew me to St. Norbert was mm-hmm. the close um, classroom atmosphere with your professor and your classmates. But you, I got that in Ireland when I had my discussion groups. Mm-hmm. So. I not only have to go to lectures, but there's once a week discussion groups with a graduate student that was leading discussions, and we also did presentations mm-hmm. in a smaller atmosphere that was about 10 to 15 students. So that allowed me a better opportunity to grow in the mm-hmm. subject I was trying to learn, especially yeah. with history, because I'm not familiar with any European history. So I, mm-hmm. I had to really put an extra effort into that. Mm-hmm. But then it also let me get to know the Irish students better because mm-hmm. it's hard when yeah. you're in such huge lectures to make many friends in that way. Mm-hmm. So were your friends while you were studying abroad more Irish students or were they more study abroad students or a mix? It was, I, I definitely had more international students as friends. I, Thankfully, I'm still in contact with my friends, and they were all mm-hmm. from the U.S. that I ended up being really close with. Mm-hmm. But I definitely took advantage of getting to know some Irish students, and mm-hmm. I was able to go home with one of my friends, mm-hmm. Eve, and mm-hmm. she brought myself and three of my other American friends to her family home in mm-hmm. Enniscorthy. And so that was a really cool way to get more of a culture feel of Ireland, because mm-hmm. You stayed at their home. They yeah. they took you to their favorite restaurants and pubs, and then around the area they're from. Mm-hmm. And I w- had the opportunity to talk to her parents and mm-hmm. ask about their like family and mm-hmm. why they're living there. Um, yeah, because uh, of the area was unique to Ireland because there's a movie based off of the town. So that was cool. (laughs) Her mom even put a little Irish dance out out for us. So it was really cool. That's really cool. That's cool to getting to share that culture in their own home and the fact that they'll invite you in. Right. It was very authentic. Mm -hmm. What you find when you go to European cities that are tourist attractions, it's Mm -hmm. not generally authentic. Mm -hmm. And that way it it was very authentic for me Mm -hmm. 
So what what drew you to Ireland? Why did you choose to study abroad there? So I was torn between Australia mm-hmm. and Ireland. Okay. And very different locations. Very different locations. <laughs> but Australia always drew my attention due to the landscape, mm-hmm. not so much the culture. Mm-hmm. And Ireland drew my attention because of the culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family has links to Ireland, specifically okay. in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family immigrated from uh, County Tyrone in Northern Ireland to okay. Canada and then eventually down to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And what was really cool was my great uncle took the time uh, to go to Ireland and track her family history. Oh, wow. So I, prior to leaving for abroad, I had the opportunity to go through the book he made, mm-hmm. and it listed information about where my family was in Ireland, mm-hmm. um, the home, and like specifically a church that they attended to. Oh. And I had the awesome opportunity for my parents and my brothers to come for two weeks in Ireland and mm-hmm. rented a car and drove around Ireland, mm-hmm. which is huge because in Ireland it's hard to get around mm-hmm. uh, to the countryside because yeah. only trains go in and out of major cities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when my family came, we went to County Tyrone, mm-hmm. and um, that that county had different areas where my family was, but we went to one specific city. Okay. And... It was more of a town. (laughs) And we found this church that was in the book, Mm -hmm. and it supposedly my ancestors were buried there Mm -hmm. and went to church there. So we thought it would be a cool opportunity just to go back and Mm -hmm. learn more about our family. And it was a really cool story that we didn't know how to get into the church because it was locked. Oh. It was a... on a weekday, so it wasn't uh-huh. open to the community like it is in the U.S. Uh-huh. So we had no idea how to get in. Yeah, you're like, do I break the lock? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> so but we we came all this way. Yeah, to, yeah. We we needed to get in. Yeah, yeah. So we and we thought that it was a Catholic church because okay, uh, my family history has been Catholic Irish, uh-huh. and so we saw these nuns and we asked them. Oh, can you let us in the church? Mm-hmm. Like we went to their little house next door, and they're like, "We we actually aren't in charge of this church, but if you oh. go to this gas station oh. and ask for so and so, they can help you out." <laughs> Which that is typical Irish culture is you just ask your neighbor and they will help you out. Uh-huh. So my dad went to the gas station, asked for the gentleman, and. Five minutes later, he showed up with a huge key and let us in. <laughs> wow. And it was really cool because we asked if they had any records mm-hmm. from the church. And we were able to go through books that were records of all the families and attendees of the church since the 17th century. Wow. That's incredible. So I was able to not only locate where my family was, but I found the records of the woman I'm named after. That's so special. So, yeah. so it was, and that was like the huge part of why I wanted to go to Ireland was to draw that family connection mm-hmm. and appreciate what my family had to go through mm-hmm. to where I am today. Yeah. No, that makes you feel so much more connected to the country and the space and appreciate all that it has to offer for you and think about 
your family lived here so many years ago and now look at you here you are generations after yeah it was really cool and that's I also took an Irish history course Mm. in order to make those connections Mm because we don't really know a lot about Ireland growing up yeah that's not something we learn about in a typical (laughs) history class yeah we focus more on our own perspective yeah very cool Um, What was your approach to study abroad? Because some people say, I'm going to, like, try all these new foods, or I'm going to spend my energy on different adventures, or I'm going to really try and immerse myself into the culture and stay put more. Like, what was your... So my plan was I wanted to stay in Ireland while I was actually studying Mm -hmm. and going to school there, and take the opportunity to go all over Ireland Mm -hmm. and uh, I want to try different food but food is actually very expensive in Ireland Mm -hmm. it's generally if you want to go out for a meal it's 15 to 20 euro Mm -hmm. which translates to about 15 to 20 dollars in the U.S. so I focused more on experiences because I knew Mm -hmm. I could take that home and treating myself once in a while to good Irish food (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) And then after I was done studying, I spent a month traveling in Europe because that was also one of the reasons why I wanted to go to Ireland. It was Mm -hmm. was close to uh, the western side of Europe so I could go to Germany and Italy. Mm -hmm. And that was a different approach to some of my friends that studied abroad Mm -hmm. because they they would leave maybe every other weekend to Mm -hmm. go, which was feasible. But I just decided to wait till after I was done studying Mm -hmm. and take advantage of the country I wanted to study in. Are you glad that you chose to stay on the weekends? Like, what was... Yeah, I... So, what was cool about Irish school is during the week, the Irish are on campus, Mm -hmm. and then they go out to the pubs on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, Mm -hmm. but they go home on the weekends. Oh, okay. Therefore, I didn't feel like I was missing out on the weekends Mm -hmm. because no one was there. Mm -hmm. And so... um, about every other weekend, at least, I would go and either take a bus tour or take a train mm-hmm. to an area in Ireland mm-hmm. that I wanted to see. But the main uh, way of seeing everything I wanted to see was with my family in the car. Mm-hmm. And that was in, like, typical tourist things that you see. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Did you do a lot of your weekend travels with other people, or was that by yourself? Yeah, all of my weekend travels, besides going with my family, I mm-hmm. went with at least one friend. But okay. I m- made this group of friends mm-hmm. uh, with uh, my friends from the U.S. Mm-hmm. There was about five of us, and we would pick and choose where we wanted to go every other weekend about. Okay, and, uh, cool. It was nice living outside of Dublin, because mm-hmm. Dublin's the hub of tourism in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So all the buses, all the trains mm-hmm. to go out into the country were mm-hmm. there. So all we had to do is take the bus or the train into Dublin, and then we were able to travel wherever we wanted to go. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, What advice would you give students who are thinking about studying abroad? I think the advice that most students need to know is they shouldn't worry about money, Mm -hmm. and they shouldn't worry about... um, the academics as much as what kind of experience they want Hmm. when they they have to first decide what do I want to get out of studying abroad before you think about well what classes am I going to take and 
how much money can I spend? Because for me, at least, I tried to make sure that I didn't worry about money. I worked the summer prior so that I can focus on getting the experience that I wanted. I was going abroad. And then also making sure that the courses that I need back here at St. Norbert were intended to once I decided where I wanted to go Mm culture-wise. So Ireland had the opportunity of having a couple universities to pick and choose from. Mm -hmm. And youth lined up with the courses I wanted. But I first established, well, what kind of culture do I want to learn from? Mm -hmm. And what kind of experiences are attainable from Ireland? Mm -hmm. And then I chose... I like that advice. It's because you make your experience. Right. So you have to figure out what you want out of it in order to figure out where to go, what to do, how to do it. I think that's really good advice. What energy you put out is what you get back. Right. It's exactly what you want out of your experience is attainable. You just have to set yourself up for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I was really glad to hear about your motivations and your experiences in Ireland. That was fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're so I love talking about it because it's like, oh, I miss it so much. I know. I I would love to talk about it all day, every day. (laughs) Yeah, I can't talk about it with everyone because they're sick of hearing it talk about it yeah that's kind of why I wanted to create this was to have a platform for people to be able to share and other students to listen and yeah yeah